Hi, my name is Moshe Kindler, and I'm the publisher of The Jewish Link. Hi, this is Elizabeth Kratz. I'm editor of The Jewish Link. And you're on The Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. So, Rebbitzin Dr. Adina Schmidman, thank you so much for being here today and for coming to the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. It is a pleasure. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. It's great to see you. Yes, always a pleasure. Um, so, I want to explain, I guess, the concept behind the pitch meeting and why the Jewish Links podcast is called the Pitch Meeting. But it sort of it works really well and dovetails into all the projects that we're working on right now with the Jewish Link and having to do with the OU Women's Initiative, of which you are the director, the founding director. I that is correct, that as is you know. Correct. <laughs> um, and it's just basically like lovely to have you here in person. And I think our readers will also just really enjoy. Um, the perspective on all of the different kinds of programs that the Women's Initiative is currently running. And it's really like multiple tracks and it's almost There's makes your head spin. a lot going on. So it's great. So thank you for coming. Um, do you want to do like a quick, like, like history of the world, according to Rebitson, Dr. Adina Schmidman before um, before you began at the OU, or do you want to just start talking about the the 2018 2019 time frame when you began working at the OU, or or a combination? Okay, or November 2017 when the department was birthed. Okay, great, <laughs> okay. perfect. So I grew up in New York, schooled in New York. I have a bachelor's from Queens College in psychology, a master's in school psychology from Queens College. I have a master's in Jewish education from Yeshiva University Azraeli School of Jewish Education. And my PhD is from the City University Graduate Center. In what topic? In what topic? Educational psychology. And we moved... Before I finished my dissertation, we moved to Birmingham, Alabama for nine years. My husband was a rabbi down there. Uh, so we went down to Birmingham. And actually, the the doctorate went down to Birmingham, spent some time. We, we spent some time down there. It spent some time down there. And then I finished it up when we moved back to Philadelphia. My husband's a rabbi in uh, in a, we're, or we live in a suburb of Philadelphia, and my husband is a rabbi of the Lower Marion Synagogue. Yeah. So I wear a lot of different hats, uh, very proudly. So I am Rebbitzin of the Shul. I am the mikvah co-chair, uh, kala teacher, a lot of different pieces. And I think that all of that is so relevant to the work that I do now with the Women's Initiative. So the Women's Initiative was uh, born, if you will, uh, November 2017. And the idea was to create a space for women in the area of Torah, Torah learning and teaching, to provide leadership opportunities and training and support, mm -hmm. and community engagement. And the, with the over arching vision of community, building community, a community of women, women of different ages, different backgrounds, but coming together in these three spaces. Right. And it has become, I mean, in the last five years, it has turned into really a force of nature. It's really, you have two separate conferences, I believe, on two separate tracks running 
like biannual each is that is that That's, how it is that is concept? that is the that is the hope mm -hmm. uh to take the understanding our community's mental health for Rebbitzins, Kala teachers, Kiruv Chinuch professionals. In-house, we refer to it as Rock Rebbitzins okay. Outreach Chinuch Kala teachers. Okay. Uh, they are the Rock Very good. of our community. Yes. And we, are, we were very excited to bring these women together last summer, and we're hoping to do it every other year. And, and that was the one that I, I attended a, in Stanford, Stanford last correct, year. Correct, correct. Yes. Elizabeth, yeah, you're, I was there. You're, you're, you're with it us. Was, <laughs> it, was, it really took me, and, and I, like, I apologize for like, not connecting. It took me until this year to revisit the Leadership Summit, um, of, of the Women's Initiative of 2019. to understand yeah. the difference between the two cohorts. They have a little bit of carryover, I think. Correct. But but basically, I think you initially ran the first, it, correct me if I'm wrong, the first leadership summit, I think, ran in 2019. Correct. Okay, and then in 2021, it was virtual, possibly, yes. because of the pandemic. Correct. And now we're, we were back this past week Correct. in Eatontown, New Jersey. You got it. Okay. You got it. So the, the, the vision is we need to support our leaders. Right. Leaders need an investment, and the investment is exponential, because once we invest in leaders, then that comes back to the communities. But the question is, who are our leaders? What are the leadership spaces? Mm -hmm. So we began in 2019 with lay leadership, which right. is profit heads and heads heads of boards, boards. sisterhoods, heads of chesed initiatives, mm -hmm. women who are in that lay leadership space. And the idea was give them knowledge, networking, nurturing, and noshing. <laughs> you got to do the food. You got to do extremely you got to do the food. I have to say, yeah. And so take them, raise them by raising them and connecting them, we're building community. Right. And the community both we're building the communities, but we're building a community of leaders. Right. But at the same time, you have women who are in the clay kodesh side, so that's mm -hmm. lay kodesh. Yes. Okay. Shout out to Richard Joel for that term. Lay Kodesh. Lay Kodesh and this is Clay Kodesh. Okay. Okay. Com so, uh, so community leaders and then like, like, uh, lay lead, like, 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 so the Rebbitsons, the Kala teachers being the, the Klal, the, Correct. the Klal leaders. So they're on the Kodesh side. Okay. They're right. on, they're the women, the Clay Kodesh. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a term that people, th you know, just sort of use around mm -hmm. Clay Kodesh. Okay. Um, they're the ones who are in the spiritual mentorship, mm -hmm. leadership yes. space. Right. And then you have the people who are much more on the organizational space. Right. Now, again, to your point, there is overlap. There is a little, like... A little I mean, bit. Yeah. It's like that Venn diagram and that like sort yes. of sliver of Venn. Correct. I actually learned that that's what it's called, that middle. The sliver it's of Venn. Ven. Oh, very interesting. Anyway, yeah. he, he was a person, actually. The Venn? Venn. Venn, what, yeah. I'm going to you can, you Google, can Google that later. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so, right. so, the, so the idea is there are two equally important and equally pivotal roles that women have in their communities that are they are leaders they are sitting leaders but they have different needs they have different jobs exactly and they the conferences look a little bit different though some of there's some of the 
some carry over in terms of speakers as well. And I just have to shout out, and I want to say this because I also wrote it in the article that I've drafted, but Rachel Sims, who is the general counsel of the OU, I don't know what it is about her, but she spoke at the, I think I first heard her speak at the Understanding Our Communities event last year, and it was about, you know, Rebitson, uh confidentiality and in spiritual uh, uh, counseling situations. And then I remembered so well how spellbinding she was in that lecture that I returned for Uh her for her event two days ago. And it was about like privacy concerns for your nonprofit. And it was spellbinding again. And I have to say there are some speakers who you just have to get every time because I love like, that. Wow. And I'm going to add to that, which is that is OU talent. She is, so, yeah. Inside so, talent. Inside talent. So uh, one of the exciting parts or uh, outcomes of mm-hmm. the conference space is that we got to showcase not only our department, right, but the wide range of OU talent and yeah. there is so much yeah. talent in the OU and that's super super exciting yeah she's she's an excellent speaker and she's extraordinarily knowledgeable and erudite agreed uh, like, wow I'm a fan yeah really <laughs> me too I was like I'm like where is the Rachel Sims fan club I want to be in it she <laughs> knows it. it too because I went up to her and then about five of us who had been at the event last year were talking about this one incident that had happened that came up in conversation a year ago we literally were continuing a conversation we had from a year ago I love it and it was it was just and that was another thing that I wanted to just before we move on out of the conference space which I because I know the women's initiative does so much more than conferences I also wanted to say that many of the comments I got from the New Jersey participants uh, as part of my article that I'm still drafting um, was that the greatest benefits sometimes happened outside of the sessions and it wasn't it was the hallways it was the meals it was after the meals it was like as people were walking out together and the level of network and the level of comfort that each participant had with others sitting next to them and uh, like sort of shared just a shared comfort and connection of like sort of people who are in the same role in their in their community and it didn't matter where anyone was from and they're you know they're people nationwide and israel i believe correct um, coming and it was just it was just an impressive group and last year as well was a um it, it i think last year drew a little more nationwide like it seems like seemed like there were more michigans and pittsburghs and things like that i don't know so it's interesting there were women from 40 different cities okay. and 20 states for uh, this for, for this, this year okay. for this year 20 states what was wow. interesting in as far as the attendance last year was that the conference was coming off of a fellowship okay so there was an 8 week fellowship that preceded the conference in last summer okay it, this is your mental health. Correct. What's it the mental health fellowship, Foundations of Mental Health Fellowship, okay. right. an eight-week course, and so those women came to the conference for a pre-day, and okay. then they were there for the two-day conference. Okay. So that added a level of diversity, and I would also say a level of depth because those women had been together mm-hmm. for eight weeks intensely okay. with a course with facilitated group co- small group conversations. We just began the second cohort oh, wow. of that group. The idea this year will be to bring cohort one and cohort two together and then revisit the conference 
next year. Okay. So it's to your point, there are different groups of leaders that need different experiences or could could benefit from different experiences. Uh, I'm glad you noticed the networking. We actually took the feedback. I, I once heard a term uh, from a fellow Joe Hirsch. He's an educator. He introduced me to the term feed forward rather than feedback, oh, feedback. right? Right. Feedback, feed forward. Feed forward. Okay. So take the take it and use it. Okay. Right? Take the information. So we heard at the uh, summer conference that people wished they had even more networking opportunities. And we built it into the conference this time, uh, the other day, the conference that you experienced. So you picked up on that. We actually told people, cut a class. It's okay. You have permission. There's a networking room. Use that space. Just squeeze it. Squeeze squeeze the opportunity. We sat the women for both lunch meals. Firstly, to just dissipate any anxiety of, oh, oh goodness, where should, where should I sit? I don't know anyone I want, or I want to meet new people. Mm-hmm. And people really appreciate that, both from the anxiety mm-hmm. aspect, but also from the opportunity to continue to meet new people. We had mm-hmm. a speed dating where we had rows of women and they were moving. I have to say the, the, the <laughs> din in the room was way loud. It was actually almost hard to hear, Uh, but it was exciting. Exciting to see how much value we were putting on networking and how much that was appreciated by the women. We actually started the first session on Tuesday a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Considering that everybody was in the hotel, we really could have started earlier. But again, we wanted people to meet. Mm -hmm. So just a really, we tried to find that sweet spot between sessions and networking right and really hit that uh hit that sweet spot which i think we did that's great it it really the energy at the conference i was really i was only there for one of the two days of the conference one of the two mornings even and the energy was just palpable and it was beautiful (laughs) and like again a very impressive showing from new jersey which is my hometown obviously uh but but it was just um it was lovely to see and this what's amazing is that this conference and these organ this particular iteration of the OU's um initiatives has basically are grew only over the last five years so it's really amazing and exciting i have i agree (laughs) i agree 100 percent. i I think i may have been i'm i don't want to take too much time out of this but i think i may have been the first person to interview you when you were hired is that still true so i think so i was because i was kindly interviewing (laughs) i was so the the idea being that the if the OU Women's Initiative hadn't been um, established at that point, it would have needed to have been invented, you know, by somebody else in some other, or, you know, in some other organizational capacity. And we were just all really lucky to be able to witness the, the who, however, they plucked you out of Lower Marion <laughs> and they're like, it has to be Robinson, Dr. Adina Schmidman. And it's really like the rest has been history, but all, but it's not just the conferences. That's one of the things that I want to make sure um, that our community understands because the Nahiomi initiative, for example, um, and I think you also had a summer Beit Midrash, the elite. Is that new from last summer or has it been running for two summers already? It's actually, this is going to be its 
fourth really? summer. Okay, so. um, it evolved. Okay. Uh, and it's a fantastic space to really delve into higher level textual learning. Mm-hmm. We have superstar educators and talent that we're that we've used before. Mm-hmm. And one very exciting space that for me is of great value is to afford women the opportunity to step up to the mic. We mm-hmm. have, of course, the marquee names and names that we're all familiar with, speakers that we that you know we keep seeing again and again and again. But what about women who have talent, but nobody's handed them a microphone? Mm. At the Women's Initiative, we have the opportunity to cultivate talent, to move talent forward, to create a pipeline of women Torah role models, educators, who we can then showcase and communities can find them and invite them and we can take their Torah learning and spread it widely. So whether it be in the elite virtual Beit Midrash space, whether it be through the Tari Mecha Nachiomi space, Tari Mecha Parsha, Rosh Chodesh Lunch and Learn, we're constantly looking for talent and also sharing names of people, you know, sharing the Torah of people, women who everybody knows and loves. Right. We actually have a program right now, the Counting Towards Sinai program, oh, yes. which mm-hmm. is super exciting. We've gotten a really great pickup for that. Uh, that is a daily audio, three to five minutes. People seem to really like that very short, tight message. Mm-hmm. On Shimona Esrei, we have used this space as a tefillah space. Uh, we've done different things with the Counting Towards Sinai. In fact, the last two years, it was a video that was the final project for our Art of Speaking advanced course. Okay. This year, the selection of teachers was a was in an effort to recognize 75th, uh, Israel's 70th, not just recognize, honor and celebrate Israel's 75th birthday. I was trying to think of how to do it in a a meaningful way. And so all the women who are teaching are from Israel. And it is so invigorating to hear them open up their presentation. I'll just use my daughter-in-law as an example. So they start off, Ki mitzion teitzei Torah udevar Hashem Yerushalayim. My name is Elisheva Shmimim from Yerushalayim. And today we will be learning about, and it's just Wow. It, <laughs> All it, brings, this, it, it feels, just, it feels current. It feels current. Mm-hmm. It feels holy. It feels meaningful. What a fabulous way to recognize a 75th birthday with all this Torah being learned. It's really, Beautiful. really thrilling. Wow. Yeah. So, so the counting towards Sinai is not the. I, I know you have multiple projects going on at the same time, but what are the other projects you have? I know you said that there's a there's an, an initiative either coming up right before Shavuot as well. Um, and maybe you said something kind of an upstart initiative oh, up as reaching. well. Up, right. So, right. So can you can you go yeah. into that? So up, that? Yeah, thanks. sure. Absolutely. Uh, so the upreaching is actually a crowdsourcing mm-hmm. campaign. Okay. Uh, we're looking to... Uh, to fundraise, to continue to support the programming that we do. It's a unique opportunity and very intentional that we are in the pre-Shavuot slot. We want to be in that pre-Shavuot slot. We want to highlight that women learning Torah, women leaders, 
This is the space, the OU Women's Initiative, to support women in these different spaces. Here's This is the address. And to dovetail our programming with Shavuos is very, very thought. <laughs> there's there's thought behind it. It's not a coincidence. Uh, and so we're very excited about that. We are going to have some live programs uh, that we're going to be streaming out. As part of the upreaching, we want to not just please please support us, but come listen to our Torah, hear what we're all about. Mm-hmm. And and this this is what this is where your funding will go. Okay. So we're very excited it's, about it's that. It's just such an impressive set of I mean the the Torah talent in the the virtual Beit Midrash is amazing. The the this counting North Sinai, which I haven't even gotten a chance to delve into yet, which now we'll be doing that later. But um, it's so impressive. And also, I I want to say also other feedback. I personally have not delved into the Nachyomi. Oh, we, yeah, we shouldn't because, forget about Nachyomi. We have to talk about a, that. But it is amazing, <laughs> and the idea of doing a page of Tanakh a day is extremely meaningful to me and it's like especially as someone who has um like i've i've been in a shabbat chabora for like years at this point like six years where we've been doing in-depth safarim of the tanakh Mm -hmm. but and but so the page a day concept is amazing and it's it's something that i sort of when you say chazak and you want to come back to it like the the day just a day visit a few minutes is so powerful and so meaningful and i also want to say it's now a permanent resource on the ou sites i i don't know if it's on it's on all it's not on all dof it's on all it's on ou torah it's on ou torah but actually we have our own app we oh. have the Torah Di Mecha app. Oh, and it's on. Do the t- I know this? Okay, okay. great. It's on the Torah Di Mecha okay, app. Okay, I'm going to check that out too. The Nachyomi. I have to. I, I'm going to just underscore and echo yeah. your championing, championing, championing. Like it's it's impossible <laughs> for me to know from an as an outsider all the different programs right. that the OU Women's Initiative is running. It's so like, this wow. Yeah. So this particular the Torah Di Mecha Nachyomi is really a yeah. highlight. It's right. it's a it's a gem in our crown. Right. The it was a build out of the existing Nachyomi program that had been running for a number of years to introduce women teachers, women mm-hmm. educators into this space and to invite women to participate and to join in. We have close to 10,000 who are receiving the daily email. That's amazing. Uh, and not all of them follow every single day, and that's okay. okay. That's okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're to create a community around learning to make learning a focal point. Whether someone has a lot of Torah background, we have those participants. We have participants who have limited Torah background. Right. But everybody, and this is to me one of the most remarkable pieces, they're all sitting in the same classroom. Right. Whereas, and not to just to highlight this maybe more in a positive way, not to in any way suggest that there's anything uh, wrong or uh, that it's a shortcoming, but let me me say it differently. Daf Yomi, Mm -hmm. there's so many Daf Yomi classes that you could go to. So people are hearing different messaging and they're in different Daf Yomi spaces. Mm -hmm. One of the exciting pieces or meaningful pieces 
everyone sitting in the same classroom with Nachyomi. They're all they're all sitting and listening together. And so whether you live in Alaska, and we do have a participant mm. in Alaska, or whether you're sitting in Israel or South Africa or Australia or wherever you are, mm-hmm. we're all in the same classroom. We're all in the same community. And that the, the power in that coming through Nach mm-hmm. to me is, is quite remarkable. Uh, and another fascinating piece of Nachyomi in addition to the daily touch point that was shared with me with a, uh, by a woman who is quite learned and has been through many, if not all, of the svarim of Nach, is that she said the impact of learning Nach in the way it was laid out mm, right. and following that trajectory of how it is meant to unfold, right. she said was rem- was riveting yeah. riveting because usually when you're in school you you're here you're there you're jumping all around right and maybe you learn this and then you learn this and you learn this but to learn it sequentially mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have the just the whole navi unfold mm-hmm. is exceptionally powerful yeah i i have yeah i so I, my my harbara has covered a number of beautiful safarim over the last six or so years and i do have to say i was because of the this resource now <laughs> that is uh, like we're using it not how it was meant as a as a daily but we met well actually so shifra shapira who's in my habora knew her already very well but uh rebitson smedar rosenzweig oh, yeah. did um eov did eov uh-huh. right? and we have just completed we just made a cm actually last week after two and a half years wow <laughs> completed that's Sefer amazing EOF. and that's not an easy safer it's, it's on a, so many levels right it's a 42 chapter correct book however it should not have taken two and a half years but of course life interferes it was COVID. like we started in september of 2020 wow um and we we learned it deep we learned it with sources we learned it with shifra listening um to each chapter oh, beforehand beautiful um, beautiful thank you for sharing that yeah, no, oh amazing. that's awesome so i'm actually about to I'm, i love to I, hear that yeah it's it's good feedback because she has like such a depth of understanding of eov and eov is like this multifaceted, multi-leveled book with with answers that are kind of like not answers and they're it's like there's a level of inscrutability but she really like got to a lot of like the nuts and bolts because probably because of the 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 doff i mean you have to like you literally have to you're looking at this one page and you're like okay let's pull something out from this one beautiful i've actually had teachers say to me that they've used this for students Mm -hmm. where if a student is either not keeping up or maybe a student needs to listen before they learn Mm -hmm. so that it'll help support their learning and my reaction is awesome. Yeah, awesome. It's, an, it's, a, it's a resource. Use it. Use it. And yeah. we're we're just it, it, we're thrilled. In fact, we just built out. So we built out. So we were a build out, but we've built out <laughs> uh, a program for high school students okay. to Hillen 150. Okay. And Ooh. to Hillen 150 is a program where the curriculum is designed and geared toward high school girls. Okay. We have over. 20 schools signed up, students from over 40 schools participating, so close to 700 students. They're learning daily. Um, The thought was, 
to have stu- to to for students to commit to a two year program, it's really tough. Mm. It's really tough. It right. runs on Shabbos. It's a lot. I mean, obviously after Shabbos, not on Shabbos. <laughs> right. Uh, but here, if we can invite the high school girls to come on board for 150 days mm-hmm. of Tehillim, right. they're familiar with a lot of the program mm-hmm. of Tehillim. Mm-hmm. And if we can gear a, a curriculum that's or an, and create an audio that's three, four minutes, mm-hmm. that's tailored to them, the examples mm-hmm. speak to them, Yeah, it's... It's fantastic, and the feedback has been overwhelming. The tagline is 150 days, 150 ways to connect with our creator. Wow. Wow, Lovely. right? Really yeah. super. So we're just, we're so excited. I think the women also like that one for mm-hmm. two reasons. I think one of which is they listen to the high school examples, and they say to themselves, I'm so happy I'm not in high school anymore. Oh. Or I'm so nostalgic for high school. This is so nice to hear. So, you know, I think on both fronts, it's, okay. uh, Amazing. it's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. So we, like, um, Tehillim is a powerful safer anyway as well. And it, I think there's a nice thing about it is people return to Tehillim again and again throughout their lives in different iterations, different reasons. And people like to, just to be able to say, oh, you know, Tehillim 22, I, in, I, you know, I remember that from this moment in my life when exactly. I was saying that. Or uh, Psalm 100 is a, such a powerful one for me. Uh, uh, there's there's so many ways that you I can see that being extraordinarily useful to have at a younger age. I don't think I, I, don't think I studied Tehillim at a young age. And I, I don't certainly. think I did, and certainly not mm-hmm. in a way of, of going through all of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And really just knowing that there is a little touch point right. each day, each right. one, each one of those 150 prakim and to meet each one. Right. And to, and we're meeting them at, you know, at their level. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really fantastic. Right. And we were so excited with that program. Um, it was, it was a clever way, not just clever, a meaningful, let's okay. use a, a more meaningful word, a right. meaningful way to bring these girls on board and say to them, maybe not, 742 days right but 150 come along with us nice. and if you want to stay with us right we're happy to have you on board right i just can't imagine how like the 42 chapters of safer eo that i just finished i'm like i can't imagine that being done at a high school level. but but i i feel like i kind of want to go back through the nafiomi way after maybe give it a we give it a little bit uh to for me to sit with it for a while but right. but i'd like to try it again on the nachium and is is nachiomi something that people can jump in on absolutely. anytime so how, absolutely so how does it work like like what, what is what are we up to what's going on we are at tehillim 90 okay today perak uh perak 90 perak sadi okay. uh and you can just sign up okay sign up and uh you know ou.org slash women slash nach okay Come on board and yeah, just pick it up where you are. And it's, and it's, it's a recording and also maybe like an email that has... Correct. So okay. there is an email. There's a summary that is written by Rabbi Jack Abramowitz. He's oh, the one who... Oh, I'm good. so happy that we're saying his name because mm-hmm. this was his idea oh. of Nachyomi. Oh. Uh, and he's he's behind it all. So he's the one who does the back end. He's super. Uh, so... You receive a daily email from him. You can access it on the Tardim, access it on the Tardimecha app. Okay. Uh, and it's an email summary of the parak, 
by Rabbi Abramowitz. And then there are two links. There's a link to the existing men's shear that was recorded whenever it was, several years back. Okay. And then a recording of the shear that is being released daily. So this is current. Um, it's not recorded yesterday. It's recorded right. maybe a week ago or right. two weeks ago. Sure. Uh, but it is current material. We were actually, when it came to this, this is our second cycle. Right. right. So there was a question whether we were going to develop new content. And I felt very strongly that we should. The first cycle was during COVID. And right. it was very covid yeah. Imagine learning Sefer Yeshayahu, Yirmiyahu. Yeah. It's so intense. Mm-hmm. Tehillim during COVID, it's it it it, it ramped up the content. Right. Um, but it also the content also became very COVID infused. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we really wanted to come back. And the question is, this third cycle, mm-hmm. uh, we're seriously toying with another round, mm-hmm. but we also want to figure out a n- new areas. Because there's so much to explore, whether it be Chumash, whether it be Tefillah. Uh, there are women who have already done two cycles and yeah. may be interested in another daily learning program. So we're really giving that serious thought. And how long does it? How long is one of the cycles? 742 days. Oh, it is. Okay. So it's oh. two. It's two years plus. Uh, you know, keeps sliding. Right. You know, about okay. ten. About ten days. Okay. Fascinatingly. And this is the only time that this will happen, maybe for the next 100,000 years. I don't know how long it takes to slide around the calendar, so maybe okay. a little less. But um, the fact that Dafyomi and Nachyomi lined, were aligned in the same week, they both start January 2020, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, really gave us a perfect onboarding opportunity. And that's when we introduced the Tardi Mechanachiomi program. So okay. it was it was a unique opportunity in history, really because the Nachiomi cycle is two years and the Dafiomi is seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Really the to find them aligning again, it's it's not gonna happen for quite a while. So right. we're really we were very fortunate that we took took the opportunity, seized it, grabbed it, and just ran with it. Right. Um, and I've had tr- tremendous interactions because of it, um, I, I met a woman actually the other day at the conference. Mm-hmm. I, I had heard this story from my sister-in-law, but this woman came over to me. She said, you know, I just want to introduce myself. I learned Nachiomi. Um, I named my son Azaria because I was learning Sefer Daniel when I wow. was driving back from the fertility clinic. And I just. Oh, my God. That's oh, it's exceptional. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. I after this this may sound a little bit more mundane. Sorry, that was that, that more from <laughs> the intense to the mundane. Okay. Um, I was on after being uh, on a subway, and you know, welcome to the New York City subway station. You know, subways where you know there's a delay here, and the subway's not running here because there's signal traffic here and all that. I end up on a subway that I would have never been on walked onto the subway car, standing in front of a woman, and it, we do that, you know, that glance of like, I know you're from, you know, I'm from, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and then she looks back at me and she says, wait a minute, you're Nachiomi. Oh. <laughs> I said to myself, what a gift. I can't, you know, I was already like, I can't believe I'm, this is taking so long. I gotta right. get home. I, tra- I commute to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So it is right. a long trip. Um, it's a very... I, I I am thrilled to be making the trip. I'm considering myself to be so fortunate and blessed to be able to be 
able to do what I do and to take all, we, we, we opened with my education mm-hmm. and to take all of that and my experience having lived in Birmingham and grown up in New York and now living in Philadelphia and all of the pieces and to be able to take all of that and to be given the opportunity to use it to be able to create and share Torah and share leadership opportunities widely, it's it's a very unique, unique space. Uh, and you know, it's um, I'm I'm very very blessed and yeah. fortunate. It's it is a real pleasure. It's and it's like I remember when the Nachiomi cycle began. Oddly enough, because I was at the CM Hashas in January 2020 uh, with my husband, who was completing his second time around wow. with his cycle. Um, and what's interesting, it's it's sort of like everything is min hashemaim. Like there are so many pieces of this that I didn't know before because I wasn't focused on. But I was really taken by the concept of daily the, learning. The daily learning, yes, but also specifically the daf. And brachos is like a three month, I can't remember exactly how many pages it was. It was that brachos got me i i i joined my husband then for the next Mm -hmm. for the for the first masechta of the first cycle cycle. Uh and i did brachos and what brachos taught me was how to look up text and how to look up sources in the gemara Mm -hmm. when i needed them i applied it to sefer eov i applied it to shmuel aleph I applied it to all That's of fantastic. these, all of these different safarim that I've been learning in my nach habora. Mm-hmm. Um, I can literally go to my husband's bookshelf, which he's no longer using because he's been ill. But now I, I somehow learned how to look up a source, and it's given like the the idea of the daily. Um, revisiting and coming back to it and the fact that it's always going to be here i find it very comforting and i'm so excited i'm and very grateful and glad that the ou has prioritized women's learning in this way and made such a like it's it's not just the daf the daily page or the nachyomi it's it's the resource and the breadth and the depth of learning and the availability of such experts to share the these words of wisdom and like just going through it like it's always here for us too correct so it's correct. really lovely it's really amazing and using the technology mm-hmm. and that's so exciting that there are tools that are now being able one is able to be directed to these tools right. and use these tools impactfully. So is the Torah Imecha app, is that also like an, is it, it's it's an app, but it's also on like podcast? Is it on podcasting? You can, so you can get these as podcasts. Okay, so people can uh, have it delivered to them. In correct, w- Spotify and mm-hmm. Apple, Okay, absolutely. It's just, the, it's just great, the accessibility. It's so tremendous, useful. it's yeah. really tremendous. Okay, yeah. so what else do we have to look forward to? Anything that we... Anything that we need uh, now that we can, um, anything that we can look forward to, any announcements you want to make about, I know it's going to be coming up uh, on Shavuot. So we're really excited about the Counting Towards Sinai that's going on now. We're starting Safer Bamidbar in a few weeks uh, with Amy Horowitz. She's an educator out of South Florida. Uh, we have the, of course, the Rosh Chodesh Lunch and Learn. Uh, we have our upreaching campaign, oh, yes. which is 
an opportunity to support what we do. Uh, and then we're just really excited about the Elite Virtual Bait Midrash in the summer. We have, in fact, we were talking about this today, we have a very meaningful and poignant Tisha B'Av program. We, re- we want it to be on that Tisha B'Av calendar square mm-hmm. in a meaningful way. We've, the last two years, have had two Holocaust survivors to each year, and we're, please God, going to be doing this again, where, we, uh, where I've interviewed them and to highlight their faith, keeping faith despite adversity. And on Tisha B'Av, where one experiences or revisits or is immersed in the tragedies of our people, and certainly the most recent horrific tragedy being, uh, national tragedy being the Holocaust, to be able to hear from women who have held on to faith despite being in the most horrific of such of of conditions is is remarkably inspiring and everyone's always looking for films and things to watch on Tishabov and we we have found that to be such an important space to share these women's messages. So that will be on Tishabov. We then have, we roll right into the Yemei Ratzon programming, our Slichot Night of Inspiration. That was an opportunity to get, or it is an opportunity to afford women who may not go out for Slichot, for Slichot messaging to come to them. And so we've had the last few years speakers on that Slichot night. So we have a lot going on and we're just really excited. excited. We're hoping uh, post-Yantif to introduce our advanced writing course. And so that's under development. uh, So you'll check back in. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) And as speaking to a writer. uh, And so there's just a lot going on. We're really always thinking about those three areas, Torah, leadership, and community engagement. How can we support communities? How can we invest in leaders? And how can we continue to spread Torah? Wow. It's really amazing. It's really been I'm I it's really been exciting to watch the uh the building out of the OU Women's Initiative over the last 5 years and it's just been I mean it's it's like it's more than I ever would have imagined like more, more engagement more leadership opportunities more teaching more learning and it's just i mean koha kavod but like whatever mm-hmm. that does, from me that doesn't mean anything but oh, it I does. Have, as a witness to it and then a participant in some of the programs i've really like i've i've gained a lot and it's it's exciting for me to bring uh, the kinds of programming that you're talking about to the Jewish Link community. Uh, I know that we have so many women leaders in, you know, the Teaneck, Bergenfield, Edison, uh, Highland Park, Passaic communities that are just, and of course, Westchester, Manhattan and everything. But we, we just are, we're always looking for what the next growth opportunity mm-hmm. is. And these are like, oh, this is a community of women who are growing. I love the word that you said, community. And, and Elizabeth, you've been such a champion, I'm from, a champion. from from day one. Uh, <laughs> and you. that is so deeply appreciated. To see, to me, to what's been so powerful is to see the community built around this, mm-hmm. whether it be a, the community of total learner, learners, whether it be the community of leaders, 
the the engagement yeah. and the investment and the sense of closeness, despite miles and different cities and different places and spaces, but that and age and across and, age groups. and ages. In yeah. fact, I'm happy that you said that. Mm. That was something that was very striking at the conference yes. at the summit. There, it was remarkably yeah. diverse, yes. and there's such strength in that. And yeah. to know that we're also cultivating talent in leadership and and raising and building young leaders and seeing young women investing in their communities Mm -hmm. and really something very exceptional for us to be investing in them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Rebbe Schmidman, for being with us today. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Elizabeth. The, there's so much that you pitched, uh-huh. uh, even, and I'm much of this will appear in the paper in the coming weeks, and we just look forward to um, knowing and learning more from you. And thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being with us on the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. If you would like to participate or be in touch with us in any way, please email us at editor at jewishlink.news and follow us and find our podcast wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts.